During a campaign rally in New Hampshire this week, Donald Trump launched into an exceptionally racist and completely fabricated attack on Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, who is expected to indict him any day now. Now, I'm going to read you what Donald Trump said. And and I got to tell you, of all the things I have heard Donald Trump say, this one strikes me as possibly one of the worst things. Here's what he said. They say there's a young woman, a young racist in Atlanta. They say she was after a certain gang and she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member. And this is a person who wants to indict me, wants to indict me for a perfect phone call. Now, he says they say she had an affair. So technically, because he's saying they say, you know, I heard somebody else make this claim, but I'm repeating it. Uh, that kind of, I won't say it completely shields him from liability, but it's a good strategy to get yourself out of it. Should you be sued? Not that Fonnie Willis is going to sue him for this completely fabricated attack because the, they say in this particular instance happens to be Trump ally and serial, uh, campaign loser, Laura Loomer. Now, Laura Loomer recently on social media posted this Atlanta DA Fonnie Willis, who is targeting Donald Trump in Georgia is a straight up thought. Turns out she failed to disclose a previous relationship she had with a gangbanger she was supposed to be prosecuting. Baby girl belongs in a trap house, not a courthouse. So there's that, you know, fairly, depending on your interpretation, racist attack on Willis from Loomer. And again, it's completely untrue. Like she was supposed to be prosecuted. She did actually prosecute the gang members. She also had known one of them previously when she helped them set up their record label. And he described it as an auntie and nephew relationship because she kind of mentored him. And then his friends ended up getting prosecuted. That's what happened. And that's been widely reported. That also has nothing to do with any of the case. She did not have an affair with this individual, but these attacks by Donald Trump on an African-American prosecutor that is about to indict him. This is about as disturbing and disgusting as it gets. And his audience ate it up. His audience loved it. They believe this garbage. They are so far into that Trump cult that they don't care that there's no evidence to back it up. They don't care when they see somebody like Laura Loomer put this on social media. They say, oh, well, Loomer said it, so it's true. They have no ability to think for themselves. And that's, of course, why Donald Trump has been successful. It's why all of these little, you know, Trump allies out there have become popular on social media. They know how stupid his followers are because they are stupid. They're crazy dangerous, but they're stupid and their stupidity actually makes them more dangerous. They'll believe whatever he says. And he is trying to discredit this prosecutor before she can hit him with these indictments. And I hope she hits him hard. I genuinely hope with all of these trials against Donald Trump, I hope that man spends his last days on this planet in prison. He is such a disgusting, despicable, to borrow a term from Hillary Clinton, deplorable human being. 
that that's what he deserves. And I hope that these prosecutors are able to make that happen. This week, Republican Congressman Matt Gates cooked up a little scheme to give Donald Trump immunity from all of the prosecutions that he is facing. Now Gates has not put this scheme into motion. He just kind of threw it out as a possible idea during an interview with Charlie Kirk this week. And the idea is to basically call Donald Trump to testify in front of Congress. And when he does that, we'll give him immunity as a whistleblower and then nobody can prosecute him for anything. Here's what Matt Gates said. You can actually bring president Trump in to give testimony to the Congress and in doing so immunize him. Now there's different forms of immunity that take place at the committee level, subcommittee level, and some instances for full immunity, you have to have more of a supermajority vote. So they basically want to provide him with some kind of uh, whistleblower status protection, um, which is what these immunity deals would be. Uh, but he has nothing to blow the whistle on. Like you can't be a whistleblower just because somebody wants to call you that. You actually have to provide evidence of some kind of wrongdoing. And the only kind of wrongdoing Donald Trump could provide evidence of would be his own. So you really can't say he's a whistleblower if the person he's blowing the whistle on is himself. So I don't think that would work. And to be fair, Matt Gates also does not think it's, it will work. But this is the level that these people have sunk to. Like Matt Gates has clearly put thought into it. Like that idiot sits around thinking, how can I help Donald Trump? Well, I guess I, I mean, here's a possibility. He had put thought into it. This is my Congressman who has done not a damn thing, by the way, for our district, the entire time he's been in office. He, we've actually had multiple crises down here in his district and he's just totally ignored them. But this is what he thinks about. This is how he spends his day when he's not filling in on Newsmax. He's sitting there like, how can I help Donald Trump today? As if that matters in the grand scheme of the United States of America. But again, even Gates doesn't seem to think this is a good idea because he actually thinks that if they were to do that, it could technically open Donald Trump up to a different kind of prosecution because Trump's a filthy liar. Here's what Matt Gates said. The downside of bringing anyone before Congress to give testimony is that if you say something that is material and that is not accurate, uh, that can create a cascade of follow-up charges. So it's never something you, you typically think of as a first step. If you say something that is material and that is not accurate. Oh, so you mean if he lies under oath and you're pretty confident based on your statement that he would lie under oath and then would just prosecute him for that instead. Um, and also, by the way, Matt Gates, you're, you're a lawyer. I know you actually didn't practice law for very long at all before you just went straight into politics. So you may not be aware of this, but whistleblower protection does not provide somebody with complete blanket immunity from being prosecuted for anything ever, no matter what it would have to be specifically related to the crimes that they saw and were possibly involved in themselves. 
So unless you're going to get Donald Trump to come in and testify about the documents he stole, about his attempts to overturn the election, and about his tax issues up in the state of New York, and about the phone call down in Georgia where he blows the whistle again on himself, unless you have him testify about each and every one of those things, providing him with immunity is not going to protect him from everything. You should know that, and I'm willing to bet you do. But you also probably know that Charlie Kirk's audience, probably not the sharpest knives in the drawer, so you figured you could pull one over on them, give them some false hope, and make them think that you were actually out there doing something to protect their cult leader. Donald Trump made it clear in his rally in New Hampshire on Tuesday of this week that he is absolutely 100%. Nothing's going to stop him from continuing to violate the very court order that he personally signed last week, saying that he wasn't going to threaten, intimidate, or otherwise reveal any information about the uh, prosecution for his attempts to overturn the election. He signed that document. And now he says during this rally, I'm going to keep doing it. They're not going to silence me. Here's exactly what he said. I will talk about it. They're not taking away my first amendment. It's not a, not a first amendment issue. My friend, when, uh, when you've been ordered by a court to not divulge certain information and of course, to not interfere in a criminal prosecution by threatening witnesses, witness intimidation is in fact a crime and that is not protected speech. So I I don't know why you're continuing to insist this is a first amendment case. As I've repeatedly said, if your lawyers want to go to court and try to argue that they're going to lose it very quickly. But here's the thing. We have a court hearing scheduled for 11 a.m. Eastern time Friday morning. That is what the judge overseeing the case scheduled. Uh, Trump's lawyers tried to get it pushed back even further. Judge says, nope, we're coming in at 11 on uh, Friday. Trump doesn't have to be there. So he can sit at home and, you know, have his lawyers text him afterward to say, hey, you're screwed, bud. But Trump's already promising he's not going to shut up. He's going to violate whatever court orders he wants to say. And the best part about that statement that he gave on Tuesday is that I am willing to bet 100% that it's probably going to come up in that hearing on Friday. See, Trump lawyers, this is what happens when you have a client who is one, the most stubborn person on on the planet, two, painfully ignorant, and three, doesn't listen to anyone. So this is what you get. You now are not only going to have to walk into court on Friday in front of this judge for the first time and explain to her his post on Truth Social from last week, if you come after me, I'm going to come after you. Uh, but now you're also going to have to explain his talking point from Tuesday that I'm just, I'm going to keep violating the court order. I hope you have a good argument for that because I'm sure it's going to take probably the most stunning legal argument ever concocted to not have the judge bring the hammer down on your client. But Trump is already trying to basically try this case with his audience So in addition to making the statement on Tuesday that he was a hundred percent going to keep talking, even though he's not supposed to, he also said this, he said that, uh, the courts want him to spend time and money away from the campaign trail in order to fight bogus made up accusations and charges. 
That's what they're doing. I'm sorry I won't be able to go to Iowa today. I won't be able to go to New Hampshire today because I'm sitting in a courtroom on bull crap. Now, he didn't say crap. He actually, you know, used the harsher bull. Yeah. But then after he said that, the crowd actually started chanting it. Bull crap, bull crap. Again, they weren't saying crap. And then Trump says, thank you very much while smiling. So he's already won them over. He's already convinced these cult members. I mean, he could have convinced them anything. Like if it was raining outside, he could convince them that it was the sunniest, you know, prettiest day they've ever seen. They'd believe it hands down. They would think like, well, yes, obviously the sun makes it rain, but he's won them over. He has convinced them that this whole thing is just a political persecution. And these are the folks that are going to be shocked when he gets convicted. These are the folks that are going to be shocked every time the judge issues a ruling that's not in his favor. But more importantly, these are the same people, these cult followers who could easily become very dangerous when these things happen. That's why the judge has, of course, already had to get additional security. That's why other judges and prosecutors have had to beef up their securities, including Judge Cannon down in South Florida. His supporters are a bit nutty and he knows that. And that's why he keeps selling them on this bullcrap. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced. And follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced. Balanced.